bed than all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hi, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Happy Tuesday. Hope you're doing well. Didn't game last night, so I got one Thursday, and then it's back to Monday again. So... I've got to get my Thaco's Hammer show going too. We're having a kind of having a problem here, mostly with me because I've had so much stuff to deal with. And, and you know, I could just, you know, <clears throat> adult life, you know, same thing. You know how it goes. Everything comes, gaming comes second to a lot of stuff. So we'll get back on there. Don't worry about, don't you worry about that. So I wanted to talk about simpler role-playing games again and look at it from maybe another perspective because I've been reviewing a lot of them lately. I did the Index Card RPG a while ago, and I my next one is going to be after City of Great London. I'm probably going to be reviewing The Black Hack. This is on my YouTube channel, which is another another cut down, well not cut down, what do they call it, a very easy, easy to play role playing game, not a lot of, enough crunch, rules simple, enough crunch to do stuff with, which I like, and I'll talk more about this in a minute. Okay, now what I'm saying is, these are what they call rules light, and it's boiling things down to whatever you need, the basics. I mean, if you look at index card RPG, for instance, hit points, they measure them in hearts, kind of like a video game. Like Mario has so many lives, so many hearts. Yeah, some characters have so many hearts, things like that. And each heart is worth 10 hit points. I like that. I like that because... You don't have to fool around a lot with hit points. I mean, you still have to, you know, knock the person down. You still have to take the hit, you know, do damage to them in hit points. But to get, to take one heart away, and most everybody has one heart, 10 hit points, including a lot of the opponents and monsters. So there's that too. If you have a monster who's two, three hit points, they're really tough. But you still got to whittle them down. He's got two hit points. Boom, you took a hit point away. You took half his hit points away right there. So that's a good thing. But that's the kind of mechanic I like. It goes further. And the black hack is another one. I like the black hack more for all the tables. <laughs> because uh, they give a lot of tables on, on st- just stuff, you know. And, you know, they'll break it down like that. And what I'm asking is, when is a light rule system too light because if you break it down to a certain to a certain point if you break it down to its basic components how far do you go that's what i want to know and you know i don't know i i know when i see it let me put it that way i know when i see it for instance there is a game called Old School Hack, 
which is interesting. It's great for like get them up and go for even for kids and things like that. Or, you know, you just want to do a, a, a quick one off or something. It's good, but they simplify it to the point where every player can play a character, human, demi-human, whatever class and and race they are. I think their race is class. I'm not sure. But the point is, there can only be one of them in a group. You can't have like two elves or two clerics. There's one of everything. And I'm going, well, that's going a little too far. You know, hey, I already got the cleric. You can't be a cleric. Oh, man, I want to play a cleric. That kind of thing. You know, that kind of thing. You, you take it down too far, it just becomes like a guessing game. And, you know, if I'm going to ad-lib, I want a basis for ad-lib. Like I've to- told you before, you can prep to ad-lib. But if the, the rules are so light that you're basically making everything up on the fly, I don't mind making stuff up. I make up a lot of stuff right there at the table, but I don't want to have to be forced to do it, if you know what I mean. I don't want to have to be forced to make stuff up. In in the in the fact that you know they they the what I feel is like the creators have not done their job. They got lazy or something. So so you got to find enough crunch in it, just to, just just in it's like a seasoning, just enough to make the game interesting. And so, I, like I said, if you go too much the other way, that's a problem too. I don't like a big crunch in everything. I don't like big crunch. Because I just feel, I start feeling boxed in at the table. You know, I'm behind the screen. I found like, I feel, I feel kind of claustrophobic. If I feel kind of claustrophobic with the rules, and it just bothers me. And this is funny because I like to play first edition AD&D sometimes. And I play Astonishing Swordsman and other edition, you know, first, second edition, something like that. Which has, you know, in the day, it had a lot of crunch. Because Gary was trying to make a tournament version of D&D, among other things. And so they put rules in there for a lot of stuff that I never use. Well, that goes with the like the rules light RPG. Because there are a lot of rules I don't use. I have no reason to use them. My adventures never go there. And even if they did, I'd look at it and go, hmm, do I want to use this or not? Can I come up with something a little more, little something I like better? Something that's a little easier. Always a little easier. Lazy Dungeon Master, remember? So even those older games, which have crunch, you can make them light, in my opinion. But like I said, too light, you don't have a game. That's why I'm not really big on, I like Fate. Fate is fun. And so is Savage Worlds. I like those games because... They're light and they're more more role-playing, but they don't forget the guy who likes to roll the dice. Even if you're rolling fate dice, fudge dice, fate dice, whatever, you're still rolling dice. You still have to make a roll. There's still that element of chance in there, of luck, of whatever, which I feel is necessary in a game. If you're playing a diceless game or something that's all role-playing, I might as well just go do a stage show because I'm not going to get as much enjoyment out of it as sitting there rolling a dice. Once again, balance. 
But like I said, you put too much in there, I get I get claustrophobic. You take too much away, then it's just an exercise of sitting around and telling a story. And everybody else chimes in. That's that's not fun for me. That's not fun. I want more interaction with the dice, with everybody else. I mean, yes, you get interaction, but it's not it's not the same thing to me. You've got to have that element of chance in there because that pushes the story sometimes in directions you never thought possible and mostly for the better. So there's that. So, like I said, too much light, not good. Too heavy, not good either. So, so far, that that's kind of the things I've been thinking about. And that's what you got to watch out for too. So, anyway, I'm going to go start my day. So... I want to say that if you want to talk to me about this, you can email me at oldmangrognard at gmail.com or you can drop me a voicemail on Anchor. We're monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month. You too can help me with this program, and I would thank you. Thank you, Jonathan, Oliver, Mark, Gilbert, Juan Carlos, and Daniel. You guys are great. Don't forget Mark C. Wallring's podcast, The Yawning Owlbears. So... Until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air.